0: I'm Emma G. Rose. I'm Shell Shearer. We're indie authors. And this is Indie Book Talk. <laughs> Hello and welcome back to Indie Book Talk. I am sorry that we weren't recording for the last couple of minutes because it's already been a hilarious and delightful conversation with our guest, Elise Russell, who is the curator for The Dark Side of Purity an anthology for Band of Bards Comics. We are super excited to have Elise here to talk to us about crowdfunding and comics and all the crazy things she's doing. And so, Elise,
1: welcome to the show. Hi, thank you for having me.
0: So with that
2: introduction, I need a little bit of background. Anthology, is it an anthology of graphic novels put together, comics put together, an anthology about graphic novels? Tell me more.
1: It is a giant two-volume hybrid anthology, so it includes comics, prose, illustrated prose, poetry, and mixed media art. Ooh, yeah! So it's it's just all of the story forms that we could do in print. Basically, mixed
2: media art in print. What what does that mean?
1: we have amanda stockton is a a painter a traditional artist and she will be doing painting mixed with i think some with some words collage kind of style mm-hmm. so that's why i said mixed media cool mm-hmm. i'm reminded of like
0: david Mack in some of the kabuki comics do you remember those he did some covers that were that kind of style where like layers of different things, sometimes even photography mixed in. It was very cool.
1: Yeah. She's told me a little bit about what she's working on. It's going to be something. I'm very <laughs> excited for people to see it. <laughs>
2: it is not complete because you're just now beginning the crowdfunding, or where are you at the crowdfunding stage now?
1: The Kickstarter just launched on Monday. So, yep, we are just just getting started. And it isn't complete. We have a few things complete, but we originally thought that we were going to be publishing this next year. But in light of current events, we decided and our publisher asked if we could fast track it and do it in a month instead of six. So (laughs) we all said yes. And the proceeds of book sales. So after the book is funded, and made, any book sales after that, the proceeds, all of it is going to go to charity for women's reproductive rights.
2: Ah, that's what brought the the spur to get it done for. Her. Okay. I was going to ask, like, what part of, there's so many things that it could have brought you in sooner, but that is, that is a great one. Yes.
1: There's so many <laughs> no. terrible things going on.
2: I know. Um, it's like, what do you pick?
1: <laughs> right, right. Yeah. So yeah, the, the publisher won't be keeping penny i'm not keeping a penny it's going to i mean obviously we have to fund to get it to pay like the artists and get it printed and stuff but after that book sales from now until eternity will we'll go to charity
2: do you have a lot of people volunteering their efforts
1: i just kind of assembled the whole team myself there's over 30 women comic artists traditional artists poets writers all all sorts of creatives and i just approached each each of them individually and they all said yes <laughs> so the the theme of the of the anthology is how we really feel about society's obsession with virginity and chastity huh. and we don't feel great about it obviously so there's a dark speculative overcast to all of it. So horror, dark fantasy, that kind of weird fiction. And it's, it's all about how harmful purity culture really is. And the issues that we're seeing today with the assaults on women's reproductive rights, it all, it's all interconnected with purity culture. It all stems back to the same, same thing. So that's why our publisher immediately thought of our Our project and said, let's, let's take a stand with this and use it to really say something at a time when your voices need to be heard the most. So I I asked all of the women involved, Hey, are you willing to do six months worth of work in one month? And to a woman, they all stepped up to the bat. Yeah. We don't need sleep for
2: a month. It's fine.
1: Yep. Let's get this out there. We are angry and this is this is very important to all of us very close and personal and it's the stories coming in for this are beautiful and scary and heartbreaking and sometimes a little funny and just all over the spectrum and i was very it was important to me to assemble as diverse a group of creators as i possibly could yeah it's it's going to be something.
0: Okay. So let's talk logistics for a second here, because this is where I'm just like, whoa, (laughs) I know how much it takes to put out a book, like a, a, just a a plain old text. Right. And now you're saying you're going to do all this art and, and design and just the layout alone is kind of making my head spin.
1: So how are you compressing this timeline? Like, I suppose I should clarify a bit. What I went what I meant by six months' work of worth of work in one month was all of the prep for the Kickstarter, so that means getting all of the oh, okay the art that would be used for promos and quotes and making sure we've got about half the work done so that we have things for people to read for pull quotes and promotion and things like that. All of the work work, all of it has to be done by October. so wow, that's still fast It's still a crunch, yeah. Yeah, especially when we were anticipating having until next year to just kind of work on our work at it on our own pace, and then you know we would also have time during the Kickstarter next year to work on it. But it's kind of it's it's lighting a fire under our butts, and it's working well.
2: <laughs> so, so you're trying to actually have it published by September.
1: It should be in people's hands by the end of October. Wow, I that believe. Is fast. Mm-hmm. So everybody, quick, go click on the Kickstarter.
2: Yeah, this won't be one of those Kickstarters you have to wait two years on. It's it's going to be there. It's ready.
1: <laughs> right. It's it's going right now. It's going until July eighth, July sixth, July eighth. Oh my gosh, it's going so fast! I can't remember the numbers. <laughs>
0: okay, let's let's say the sixth because that's the okay. earlier of yeah. the two dates. So yeah, it goes till the sixth. So go do it now while you're hearing this right now. Go do it. Listen, click, do the thing. Okay. So tell us about Kickstarter and why you chose this medium to, or why you chose Kickstarter as your platform to do this important thing that you're doing.
1: A few reasons. One, it's a big project and it's going to need a lot of visibility to get funded. It's a $12,000 goal. That's a chunk of change. And several of the creators that we have on board already have fan bases on Kickstarter. It's also been around long enough that a lot of people already have accounts and don't have to sign up for something new to do it. We wanted to make it as easy as possible.
0: And what pieces, you know, we talked a minute ago about having all the pieces together very quickly. What pieces do you feel like you need in order to really do this justice in terms of getting the word out, building out a Kickstarter profile that really compels people
1: to to click and to act what pieces do i need completed as far as the work itself no i mean like you know like the most
0: compelling kickstarters that i've seen everybody talks about you have to have a really good video even if you're doing a book or something you have to have a really good video so those sort of pieces what do you feel like you need to really make this successful
1: gotcha we have we have two videos we have been sending out flyers like crazy to bookstores, comic shops, women's health centers, magazines. we A big part of this project, since it does have art, is letting the images speak for us as well. So we, we have the two covers, a cover for each volume, both done by Heather Vaughn, the main artist, and then we also decided to get two variant covers. One of them has been revealed already, and another one will be revealed probably this week. Actually you might get to vote on the color scheme chosen for it. So yeah, yeah.
2: So the variant covers would appear where?
1: Variant covers it you can order the volume and choose to have that cover instead, or you can order to have the you know, the the normal plus a copy that has the variant cover on it. Or we'll also be offering digital art packs so that you can just get all of the covers to look at on your screen. And
2: I was going to say, don't make me ch- pick. Don't don't make me choose yeah, yeah, yeah. things. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, variants are a, a, a bigger deal in in the comics community, obviously. So we're straddling the two communities, the comics and the prose communities. And
2: so, do you feel that the artists already having a fan base has been a, a good leg up for Kickstarter? Because I've heard the Kickstarter is really difficult to break into.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We've got a few names in our project that are recognizable in the indie comics community, like Fell Hound, Rio Burton, uh, Heather Vaughn. So when people see those names, they're like, oh, we know this is going to be good. And if they've already backed projects from those creators on Kickstarter before, and they've already got an account, you know, they can, they can see this. So that helps.
0: What about your bonuses and things? Because that's a huge part of Kickstarter, right? Is having different donor levels and different bonus pieces. How did you decide on those, or have you decided on all of those?
1: We did. Our publisher decided to go very basic with this so that we wouldn't be spending money on like making t shirts or s- things, and it, that money would instead go to charity. So it's it's going to be like, there's a pack where you can get the volumes with the regular covers, you can get the variants, and then there's retailer packs and things like that. But it's very, we try to have more digital rewards, so that more funds could go to charity than to getting just accessories and things made. That makes sense. Yeah. Sorry, I was
2: muted. So for the two volumes, are you going to offer some of that work Digitally as one of the rewards or are the rewards additional digital things by the artists?
1: Both. So there'll be like anything where it's a splash page or a cover or if they were sketches that they did before the actual piece was made. We'll we'll show things like that and then other concept art and stuff like that.
0: I love seeing sketches. That's my favorite. Like process. There's- the
1: process is so cool. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's very relaxing to watch people sketch.
1: Well, actually, if you like the process, you'll you'll enjoy this part for just for fun. We're going to show some of the writers' sketches <laughs> that they did to show the artists. <laughs> and I mean, we are writers for a reason.
2: <laughs> Do you like so- my stick figure?
1: There are some stick figures and they will be they will be given. Yeah, we've even we've even had talk of doing a digital reward where all of the writers try to illustrate each other's stories. People would
0: 100% go for that. Yeah, like a gag digital
1: add on, you know, because like, it's a heavy topic. But, you know, we can still have fun as creators. And yeah, so we thought that that might be
2: that would be awesome. Funny to
1: do, yeah. We've been kicking that one around to to maybe add on in a in a bit.
0: I'm just imagining what my own drawings would look like, and I yes, it would be hilarious.
1: I mean, it would be awful, and it would be so funny, right? Right? Just draw all the panels and like, what's even happening here? Just like, draw a straight it.
0: line to like the squares of the panels.
1: Draw an arrow. This is a person. I know you can't tell. Human. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And like, I I told the other writers about that idea. And they're like, but, but I'm bad at it. (laughs) Yeah, that's, that's good. We want you to be bad at it. That's the point. It's supposed to be funny. So feel free to just draw terrible, terrible art.
2: And then you can see how wonderful all the actual art is.
1: (laughs) Right. And it's very affirming for the artists as well. Like, oh, they really do need us. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. We each have our role. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> so yeah. is this your first Kickstarter?
1: My first Kickstarter, not my first crowdfunding. I did crowdfund Sentience, my light novel with mm-hmm. Band of Bards, successfully on Zoop. And that just ended not too long ago. Kind of went from one right into the other. <laughs> <Okay>. I'm busy. <laughs> Tell us about Zoop, because I know nothing about Zoop. Mm-mm. Zoop is a newer crowdfunding campaign, and it's much more personalized, like you talk to the owner personally to set up your campaign. So it's, it's just different. It's still uh, new, getting its feet under it. And there have been some pretty successful projects on there. Okay.
2: Does it run basically the same way? You get an account and then you...
1: I'm not entirely sure, because I wasn't, for that one, I wasn't, given like creator access I do with this one because I was helping to set up the the Kickstarter page and all of that stuff but for the other one the the publisher handled that
2: so I know some of the sites you get whatever is paid in regardless of it not reaching its funding or not but with Kickstarter you don't get it unless you reach at least that minimum base was Zoop one of the all or nothing things or was it a you get whatever people put in
1: no, I don't think it was all or nothing. And they allow you to adjust your goal as well. Okay. Which is something I don't think Kickstarter allows. So, yeah, that was that was nice.
2: Now you got to kind of bet with it on Kickstarter. Like this is what we're, we're thinking we're going to get or what we absolutely must have in order to do this project, bare minimum. And then keep your fingers yep. crossed so you'll get
1: more. Yep. And then just hope for those stretch goals. That's why we have the, initially we're just having the, the graphic novel part in black and white, but then a stretch goal is to have it in color. Mm. So really hoping for that color because there would be some... That would be nice. But we wanted to be able to at least just get the stories out however we could first. Okay.
0: So we keep talking to you as like the project manager almost of this project, but do you have your own story in this
1: project or your own piece? I do. (laughs) I didn't want to. I wanted to give the spot to someone else. But I was vigorously outvoted. <laughs> They're Like, no, we want you to have a story in here too. <laughs> and so yeah, I will have a comic script. It is called Losing It. And the logline would be a young man starts a new job at an asylum and becomes acquainted with the most notorious inmate there and learns her backstory.
0: Interesting. I'm intrigued. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Especially with the overarching theme. I'm like, how is that going to fit into the overarching theme? Now I need to know.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, like, I'm, I'm a little bit of a history nerd. So I've, I've read stories about how they would put women in institutions. For reading, if nothing else. yeah so it's it's got a basis in that 10 days in a madhouse or something like that gosh I forget is it Nellie Bly it's probably Nellie Bly because I was just gonna say Nellie Bly is my
0: favorite and she had herself committed to a mental institution to be like hey look how terrible it is in here and everybody went
1: (gasps) yeah yeah I read that and that really stuck with me so then when it came to this theme I was like "Ooh, might be something to play with a little bit
0: Okay, I'm definitely going to fund this. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> I'm, just for that it. story alone, I want to read it. <laughs> so yep. if people want to, to do this, what should they search on Kickstarter, first of all, to find you? The Dark Side of Purity. Dark Side of Purity. Yeah. And then if they want to keep track of you, Elise, because they think you're super cool, where can
1: they find you on the internet? I have a website. Elise Russell author dot squarespace dot com. And then Twitter, I am at Elise Russell thirteen. I am the brave little (laughs) peapot. Yeah, I'm friendly. I'll talk to you. That is, in fact, how we met.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Just one last question. If you can give advice to anyone starting a crowdfunding, what's the one thing they should definitely
1: do? Ooh start promoting before you launch. Okay. Mm, definitely. Get the word out there. Yeah. Not too far before, like a month before I'd say because if you go too far before, people are going to be like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, where is it? Where is it?" and it's not there and then they forget about it. But <laughs> but a build up hype, I would say, and make sure you've got a good image to capture people's attention. Perfect. Thank you so much.